This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. All right, Patrick. So uh, the twins have clinched. Judd was sufficiently drenched in champagne, much to the chagrin of twins fans. There's a lot of twins fans who've been on board the whole time, and Judd's been very skeptical, and they're oh, mad yeah, that, right. Judd, yeah, that Judd nobody, got to be in the champagne nobody, celebration. Nobody except Judd was down on this team this summer when they were yeah. scoring. Falvey was down on this team at the trade deadline. Yeah. He's like, I ain't trading were, for anyone for you guys. When they were scoring one and a half runs a game, they were uh, Judd was the only guy in town. When they were hitting, when the worst thing that could happen to them was to have the bases loaded with nobody outs, uh, that Judd was the only one uh, mad at him, and they were striking out. But uh, Judd and I talked about this yesterday, uh, Phil, uh, that, uh, you know, if you're going to put up on the scoreboard that you just set a record for the most uh, strikeouts by your pitching staff in the ever by the Twins, when you set an all-time world record for strikeouts as hitters, you ought to put that on the scoreboard, too. Oh, I we didn't put that, that one up? We didn't we put didn't that put record, that too. Up. You know, and they ended up with a nice, even even number of 1,600 at the end of that game, too. They could have put up there and say, you know, just, uh, you know, something about 1,600. You didn't have to do it when Jeffers took strike three to break, break the record, but you could have said, at 1,600, the Twins have now struck out more than any team in the history of baseball. That'd be kind of, you know. That, With the montage, had, right? Had, A scoreboard yeah, montage, right, Joey, Joey Gallo. Then they have Joey come out of the dugout and wave the people. <laughs> Tip his cap. Take a, yeah, yeah, take, a, take a bow there, Joey. So, anyway, yep. Joey does not get much mentioned. Uh, Strip was trying to do a piece today on uh, who might be on the roster. Uh, Joey does not uh, get much mentioned. The, really, the most interesting thing is is Buxton or not, right? And I don't think he's going to be on, but because uh, he didn't, you know, didn't swing the bat well, and he didn't play in the field, and uh, you know, and the field, and you're going to have the leftover of a cool, wet field. So I, I don't think he's going to play to you. I don't think he'll be. It's not trending that way, and I don't know. I think he kind of met. Well, if I would say this, if Royce Lewis can't go. If Buxton can swing a bat off a bench or something, maybe you could make a case. But if if you've got if you got Royce back and Correa back and Julian, there's no to me there's nowhere to put Buxton unless you're no. just going to bring him off the bench in the eighth inning. You know, I uh, I you know we I guess uh, it's it's way early to decide on Ross too. I mean Royce too, isn't it? I mean you got you got another week, so uh, yeah. you know they won't we won't know until uh, um, the morning of uh, of the of the of the first playoff game, which is a week from today. So, 
it, it, you know, if he hasn't, if, if nobody's seen him taking BP by Sunday or anything, I think that there's a very small chance that he'll be playing. But uh, they could. I my my counting is that uh, he could be uh, the, his DL stint runs out on Saturday, so he could play Sunday in in Colorado. But they probably won't even take him out there. I I don't know. I don't know. Well, quite a quite an exciting uh, final uh, week here, though, with the opponents that get to play the A's. I looked at uh, the uh, the attendance they have announced so far is one one nine eleven one million nine hundred eleven thousand. So they're not going to make two, but they are going to be. Last year, uh, as they collapsed down the stretch, what they ended up announcing was one point eight. So. It's an improvement, but uh, I think they're slightly disappointed in their crowds. Although I, I do think it's, I do think they've come back to some degree. That there's more interest in, in them, even in the middle of this summer, there was more interest in them than there was a year ago. I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think the game in general, there's more interest in it because of the way they're playing the game now. And that's what they didn't. I read something that tenants is up four or five percent all over baseball. It is up, yes. Yep. It is up. Yeah. So, the Yankees, by the way, how do you think those empty seats of them, they average in an average, they announce an average of 40,000 a game. I, I got a hunch that, I got a hunch there's a few no-shows in that crowd when they, uh, yeah, they, there's, they, they uh, they're, they're probably uh, fudging that. But, you know, on the Twins attendance front, just back to that for a second, they had a, ch- I think they had a chance, you know, they start off hot. Weren't they a yeah. bunch of games over 500 the first couple weeks of the season? And then they just nosedive for two months. So that's the, to me, it was more like the May, June yeah. leading into the trade deadline. Now, I mean, we, we, I mean, Judd and I were out there on Saturday hosting a score North event up in the, uh, you know, the posh balcony by the left field foul pole. Yeah. And even the day after they clinched with the minor league hungover lineup, it was festive. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. People were pe- people well, they, are on board now, it feels like. What did they give out stocking hats all weekend or did they have other because Friday night they were giving out uh, stocking hats. I think uh, it was stocking were, hats all weekend. All weekend, okay. I think so, right. yeah. So you could get uh that wasn't a bad I, I snatched a couple of them. That's not bad. I when I shovel the sidewalk, I'm always looking around for one. So, right here, uh, huh? How about that, huh? Yeah, not a bad not a, not a bad one. Uh, you know, and, and opti- it, optimistically, I think they're hoping that you may need that stocking cap for like middle to late October, oh, yes, which we've yes. never really test driven that weather since the construction of Target Field. <laughs> Not when not in is, maybe in in March and April, but not in now, October. When is when is the last date of a playoff game in that place? October, I think like October seventh or eighth. Yeah, yeah, something like that. They've never made it to my birthday, October seventeenth. They've and with this, uh, they have they've never made it to my birthday in that ballpark. Mm-mm. It is, Phil, as we've talked about before, though. It was amazing the timing of this ballpark because the first year could not have been more festive, even though they lost those games. And the uh, it's happening year. Uh, they that it's amazing what that nineteen and fifty finish did to their market because they they built that place thinking that the that winning the division and being in contention. Was the real was the new reality for the organization? Every 2011, 
I, I've said it a hundred times. Uh, the only thing I heard in spring training was, Ricey, can we beat the Yankees? You know, and then, then you end up uh, going, then you end up losing 99, 99 in your second year there when you, they were, they went over three again that year, but that wasn't, uh, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't real, but that place was supposed to be a madhouse of season. They had 26,000 season tickets. I believe the wow. you couldn't, you couldn't pick your plan. I, I called no. and said, can I get a 20 game plan and pick it? They're, they're like, no, we designate them. You can't now, now I can pick if I want 200 tickets to one game. You can get the, <laughs> you can get the Declan plan. Give yeah. me uh, you know, with the Declan, uh, up, what, what'd you pay for those tickets? I think I, I did a 20 gamer and I think it was around 12. Yeah. And, and, and I think supposedly in the third deck, right? But you could go sit in the second if you want. Oh, no. My, my season tickets were lower level. I was technically. Oh, really? The, for 12? I was the. I was the first row on the railing, yeah, the, far, the farthest back row, close to the concourse, but no one was in my section. So I was down on row five <laughs> for most games. Yeah. It's uh, the. the uh, yeah, uh, you know, and to give to give them a lot of credit, they put a lot of money into that stadium. They've improved it, and you know, made it done done a bunch of things. And uh, you know, it's still a hell of a yard, Dave. But uh, we, we'll find out. We've always said, "Ooh, what what is going to happen in there if they're they're playing the World Series at the end of October?" Ah, let's find out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Said, ah, let's find out. Let's 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 wear. Let's wear a Parker to a ball game. What's, that should be the slogan. Let's wear a Parker to a ball game. <laughs> should, that's what they should do. They should hand not just the stocking caps. We need the Twins Parkas, or maybe it's like yeah. Twins Canada Goose Jackets or something. Yeah, yeah, stick right. it on the hankies. That, uh, hey, you brought up another to- topic. You want marketing? Canada Goose. That's marketing, baby. Mm-hmm. They got a nice little jacket that they used to charge about a hundred dollars for that they now charge twelve hundred. What uh, what's and the jacket hasn't changed. Nia since Liam Neeson killed a couple people wearing a Canada Goose jacket, a movie, those things have gone like in, unbelievable. It is. Yeah, it's like I'm kind of I don't know. I, I yeah, I'll jump on trends once in a while, but once I see eleven people on a sidewalk in succession wearing Canada Goose jackets, I'm like, I don't know if I need one. I don't, I, don't I, I don't know if I want one. It. Especially at those numbers, especially at those prices for uh, amazing. So uh, it's uh, we still, the, everybody seems to be uh, trending with the idea that uh, Joe Ryan is the game three starter. So, and Maeda goes to the bullpen. All right. Yeah, I guess so. He's got better stuff. And, uh, you know, he's, he's he's been, he was okay his last start. And, uh he got a little life back in his fastball. Brock Stewart coming back to the bullpen today. Man, they should have a good bullpen for the playoffs for them. You know, yeah, they, they, they good man. They got give, give us your what? What are your bullpen confidence rankings in order of who you trust? Well, you got to say Johan, even though you know damn well it's going to be a thriller when he comes in if it's one run lead. But generally speaking, he when he gets to the really really uh, point where he has to get somebody out, he does. Uh, I like what I've seen at Thiel Bar uh, the the last six weeks. Uh, he's just throwing fastball and that big loop and curves about all he throws, and his control has been better. I, you know, Emilio's. You got to give him credit. He's he doesn't he doesn't terrify you when he comes in. Now he's what about four times this year. 
he's given up awful home runs. But yeah, uh, the, the key is he's one of the best pitchers in baseball this year with nobody on base. Yeah. So if you can if you can bring him in to start an inning, then you're yeah, in that's decent shape. You don't want to be. And I don't think you will bring him in in the middle of the inning. If Brock Stewart's back throwing ninety eight, uh, him and Louis Varlin are the same guy. You know. He, in yep. fact, Louie might be better with better strikes. I like Louie a lot. But also remember this. Is Ober going to be in the bullpen? That's three right-handers who can uh, who can come in and bring One or two always... southpaws, Pat. Uh, yeah, who's well, the second Barney, lefty? Yeah. You got to have be one. Should the strip be doesn't have one. On it has to be Funderburg, doesn't it? There isn't another one, right? There's not, there's not, no, but the there strip is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there one. is. There's another one. No, no. Dallas Keuchel. No, I don't think so. You want somebody who can strike somebody out. But Funderburg's Funderburg's got developed this tendency to strike out, to walk the first hitter he faces, even when it's eight to two. Yeah. So uh, it it could very well be that they just go with Theobar as a lefty when they if they have a twelve. I I just don't know why you need nine relievers, but. Uh, as we, we I think it's in case of a 15 because there's no off days. So if yeah, you right. and there's no runner on second, like you said, so if game one goes 15 innings, you know, you gotta you gotta have a stash of guys. You know, we've had a newbie, you'll know we have a newbie crowd, by the way. And if they're there and they're they're there with their um, lady friends, and neither of them can figure out why they're not putting a runner on, don't we put a runner on the second base when uh, when playing a baseball game uh well the people when people are surprised that there's not a free runner on second base said the uh, we we need an official name for that runner too i see a lot of people use ghost runner well, the, manfred man, the manfred man the, the manfred, manfred man yeah. yeah what it's not a ghost runner it's not a he's, he's, he's out there we're seeing him it's we see not him. A ghost runner. <laughs> right we don't know how he got there but it's we get we get to see the guy so and you know what i hate to admit it because there's a lot of stuff i complain about at this advanced age but uh and a guy who's you know been a baseball fan for 70 years uh but I, it's turned out good putting Oregon eye on second and extra innings. You could push it back another inning if you wanted to, but the way the game is played now, the fact we're all in this, let's get this thing over in two hours and 40 minutes. It's, it's turned out it, it, it's no more offensive than three on three in hockey. I don't think so. Oh, you know, everything so. they've done, Pat turned out good. That's the incredible yeah. thing for all it we is. bitched and moaned about this and Manfred, you name me one rule change instituted in the last two years or three years that has been awful. Yeah. Nothing, nothing as far as the speed ups concerned that all that stuff they were trying to do about collisions at home plate about eight years ago was a yeah, mess. When we yep. were calling guys out who were out by calling guys safe who were out by thirty feet because the guy put his left yep. foot in the, in the line to catch the base, they, Buster Posey. They had, they had to. Uh, and have they made it too easy to steal a base? I mean, I mean, but but it's they should, but, but it's 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 like the eighties again. Yeah, you know, with Vince yeah. Coleman yeah, stealing a yeah, hundred. But, but nobody stole the bases as easy as they're stealing them now. You know that. Uh, so oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, Acuna got, Acuna has 60 of them. Uh, you know, I bet 20 of them are just jogging down to second base on a, in situations. I, it, 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 it's added the stolen base, but it's kind of taken away the excitement. But, 
but guys didn't run, Pat. That, that's the problem. Yeah. Teams just quit. So if, if the choice is an easier stolen base or you just eliminate that part of the game, I'll take the easier stolen base. Well, and you had to limit the throws over, else that would become the stalling tactic of a guy. Didn't yes. wanna, yeah. You know, if, if, you know, okay, we're going to – you got to throw a pitch in uh, – 15 seconds or 20 seconds and the guy didn't want to do that. He just would have lobbed it over to first base five times. So it, it could have, yeah. uh, you know, a, a stubborn guy like Scherzer or something might've thrown it over there 18 times just to make the rule look silly. So you, you had to do something. I don't yeah. think the bigger, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of influence of the bigger base. So we got a bigger base. I, I don't, it doesn't uh, look bigger really. It doesn't, like it, doesn't, yeah. look bigger. Yeah. doesn't look like there's more, you know, plays at first base that are closer because you got you added an inch to the thing. And the other thing it hasn't done though, you haven't had guys breaking their ankles because it's a bigger base either. So yeah, well, they saw the the shift too. So I just looked up the the numbers here. A couple couple things of note compared to last year, the league wide batting average is up six points, and the league wide batting average on balls put into play is up seven points. So it, it has had an impact. The shift, the lack of shifting has had an impact well, on batting averages. People see Correa standing behind second base, and they say, I mean, the left, the left side of the infield is still shifting, right? Just like yes. they did. But this was all put in to help left-handed hitters anyway because they were, you know, they were getting robbed because there were three guys over there, one of them, including one of them in the, in the outfield. So uh, that, you know, it, it has worked because it, it's helped left-handed hitters, which is what you were trying to do. There's there's now balls, you know, a guy like Eddie Julian, who didn't have to deal with it in the big leagues, he's got to be very happy to see, uh, you know, to have that little hole out there between the second baseman and, and second base that never existed before. Kepler, too, to some degree. I don't think he's gotten a lot of hits that way. His, but the line drives have also dropped out there in front of the right fielder where the second baseman was standing. So it, yeah. it, in, in fact, the uh, the batting averages for left-handed hitters up 10 points this year, and the batting yeah. average on balls in play up 11 points for left-handed yeah. hitters. So yeah. it, it has it, had an it, impact. That's who it was. Uh, that's who we were trying to get back into the game. Uh, and it, I, I will say, I don't know who they're going to end up playing, but the uh, American League's got seven good teams this year. I mean, those those three teams trying to get the last two playoff spots, those are pretty good teams. Yep. Seattle, uh, Texas, uh, not Texas, Texas, well, Texas now. Houston, Seattle, I think Texas is, uh, it looks like Texas is going to win the West. And uh, but but Houston, Seattle, Toronto, it's hard to say, boy, I hope we get to play blank. It doesn't really make any difference. They're, they're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to have to you're going to be underdogs. You're going to be a bigger underdog if it turns out to be Houston. But I'm not sure. With this version of Verlander, uh, you can beat that team. You can uh, you can beat that Houston team, you know. So I think yeah, right right now it's very likely to be Houston with a week with a week left. Houston is a game and a half clear on both sides. So they're a game and a half up on the Mariners and a game and a half behind the Blue Jays. So And we gotta know who has the tiebreaker between Houston and Seattle too. I don't know who that is. I don't I, I don't know who that is. For instance, Baltimore and Tampa. Uh, Baltimore's advantage there as they were leaking and Tampa was coming on has been they've had the tiebreaker, you know. So if yeah. they ended up so do you, you you got to, you know, that, that was one thing that they got rid of, which I, I don't really like, is the game 163. If, if, uh, 
you know, but they had to do something. If they're going to squeeze in, they're going to squeeze in another round of playoff. 13 games to win the World Series now. 13, if you played a first round, you know, when they won the two, they won eight. You could you could use two pitchers and less straight, two starters and less straight. You know? Yeah. And uh, and now you got and now you got third. You got to win thirteen games if you're playing in the first round. So and if you're the Twins, let's start with one. Yeah, let's start, all right, that's it. Let's start with one. I Today's number is one. one. I said that in the column the other day. That we should have waited to spray champagne until we won the first game, and then whatever it was, what the hell, have a party, <laughs> you know? Because you're you're playing with house money if you win one. Because yeah. you don't have to hear that for the rest of your lives. Everybody says, well, it's not these guys. No, it's you, the ticket holder. It's you, the fan who goes to a ball game. It's you that this is, this is uh, embarrass- an embarrassment to. Every time you go into, the, you know, every, every time you try to tell somebody, yeah, this Twins team's kind of fun, which I didn't say too often this year, I'll tell you that, but... Uh, it's everybody's yeah they lost 18 straight playoff games so they haven't won a playoff game since 2004 for goodness sake so Timberwolves have won more playoff games than they have uh, which is really yes. embarrassing That's it true. is interesting though the last uh, the 2004 was also the last Timberwolves year of of any note uh, too they've uh, what what now we're we're already got hockey. We're playing exhibition hockey games, and the Wolves start practice. Wolves media day. The, wo- the Wolves start camp this week. Media day is Thursday, yep. and then their first game is in a month from today. Wow, these, uh, these, I, I, I um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on here. Right? It is. Yeah. What everybody worry about football, but uh, a lot of stuff. So uh, give me a scouting report. I didn't get to watch Ventline. How was it? Pretty good. Oh, people are spirited. Yeah, there was one guy. One guy called in from his pool in Phoenix. I want to say I can't remember where it was. Alabama. 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 Yeah, right. there's a couple of Bama guys. But mo- most people either want Quasi fired or they want to tank for Caleb Williams. That's sort yes. of the the main takes. Well, it's a little early to tank for, uh, but nobody's bashing Kirk because they look at the they look at the stats instead of looking at him being stupid enough not to spike the ball with the guys. How old is he now? Is uh, the Kurt friction is back now? The Kurt the Kurt dissension is definitely coming back. Yeah. Okay. Well, because it it is one of the phenomena. One of the local phenomena is. is the uh, I, I think a lot of it was I've said this before I think a lot of the Kirk love was political but uh, when it's uh, you know he the, the right wingers liked him because he didn't get vaccination vaccinations and stuff like that and and uh, the, you know a lot of it's been the analytical fantasy football crowd too but uh, the it is how uh, all of a sudden a couple of years ago it was not safe to bash Kirk anymore no even if they weren't winning you know so. Yeah, he's uh, it's he puts up these huge stats, and then in moments of football crisis, he just goes like when your computer goes blue screen of death on you. It just yeah, well, it, ha- it happens more often than to with me, other if, top quarterbacks. If his, if he leaves after this year and they don't do anything this year, they don't make the playoffs. The the 
what you're going to see on the, that's going to be what you see. Uh, that's, uh, it's going to be the emoji or whatever it is of him that, uh, you know, that that's going to be, that's going to be what we, the moment you remember is when, when there's people standing, you know, 300 feet away from the field up there in their seats screaming, clock the ball. And the guy down there in the field won't do it is, uh, it's, that's going to be what we remember. Yeah, we should put that on a shirt, just a silhouette of Kirko, Kirko just silhouette. clenching those teeth. So we, uh, the we think there was a little O'Connell uh, Cousins dissension on the sideline there, too. He was, uh, he was, we think that. Uh, well, O'Connell was trying to get a play in, but Kirk couldn't hear. Yeah, the I know crowd, the crowd was all He's excited. talking about something else, though. I... Wasn't it earlier in the game that he oh. made a throw? He made a throw. He wanted a short throw on, on fourth and two or something. He made a long yes. throw. Yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, you know, that they were they were barking at each other a little. Kevin sort of I, confronted him on the the cameras, picked him up. Oh, c- c- confronting is probably not the right word, but like mm-hmm. kind of going up, being like, "Hey, what what are you doing there, guy?" And I thought kind of O'Connell's Monday yeah. thing. I thought it's you know it was it was not Zim for sure, but I thought it was a little feistier, didn't you, Monday? Well, he was shaking oh, too. Yeah. You yeah. could tell by by his voice that. Tremble yeah, his voice. That's what I mean. It was not yeah. uh, everything. Well, he funny. threatened the bench guys, Pat. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's that was, uh, you know, without the, you know, but hey, guys, the Judd and I talked about this yesterday. What we really missed after Sunday's game was our guy Thomason. We missed Thomason oh. the Thomason bombs. What's the question? Got, he got Peyton. You know that he already agitated Peyton because Peyton was trying to cut him off before he got five words out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, sorry. I just want to circle back. You know, it's a uh, yeah, historical yeah. loss. You don't understand I, the magnitude of the loss. Yeah, Zimmer had Zimmer had warned him. You, you could tell. Huh? Zim, yeah, Zimmer had Peyton. Zimmer had warned Peyton because oh, they're sure friends, and had. you could tell. You could yeah, tell. Yeah. Yeah, I, and we don't know if this was the first time that he's barked at him too, you know, because you know this was just the one that became public. But you know, we, we there were some people, there were some complaints about him because he could derail a, a line of questioning at a press conference. But he's it's, missed, man. The Thomason bomb was uh, is missed because. Uh, you know, would have Zim lasted an extra year if Thomason wasn't asking him questions to <laughs> agitate him and put him That's in a bad on. mood? Unbelievable. <laughs> it was great, though. Was oh, man. Great. You know, how embarrassed in real life is Tom, is uh, Peyton? He also has the not not that uh, Russell Wilson can scapegoat you for putting up 70 points to your defense giving up. But he also at the end of the year has a scapegoat and like, all right, the Russell Wilson thing's not working. So let's go in a different direction. But yeah, the defense. Don't they they got to pay him for like three, four more years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four or five years. How can he be as rotten as he is? I don't get it. I don't get it. Somebody in Seattle saw it coming, though. They're they're pretty sharp up there, generally speaking. They saw it coming. We we can win more games with Geno Smith than this guy who's only making forty million a year. There's a lot of forty million con- con- quarterbacks stumbling around right now, aren't there? That aren't uh, Daniel I mean, Jones is near Matthew forty, right? Stafford looks like an absolute statue. He's just standing there. He's he 
does not get rid of the ball rapidly. And he looked, how about them going in and getting what nine points or something? Uh, Joe Joe Burrow points. has a has an excuse with the calf injury, but he's also yeah. been he, Joe Burrow through the first three games is uh, one of only five quarterbacks to average four yards per attempt, and the other ones are like you know, J.P. Losman and some other random yeah, yeah, bus. Yeah, it's, uh, this is after you, they, they made, didn't they make him the highest paid ever? Mm-hmm. Was it, yes. Wasn't yeah. the, this year's, this is the I highest. Mean, he'll be, he'll be ever. fine once yeah, his calf out. heals, but yeah. Yeah. But, so. uh, yeah. So. All right, Pat, well, we, we, we got to get to a scoop session with Doogie here or, uh, or, or Doogie's going to be on us. Uh, so we'll he's come the man to, He's the man to give you the roster, baby. He's yes, he will. To his guys over there. He'll give you the 26. So, all right. Yes, he will. All right, Pat. We'll talk to you yeah, later this week. Uh, Royce and Chain presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So, listen, you know, I know on the uh, YouTube channel here, we're showing you the Benningtons, but it's also transitioning into the colder months here soon. And Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for your fall escape. Save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides 4x4, starting at an unbelievable $45.99. Get ready for whatever the wilderness throws at you this year. Um, Yeah, Power Lodge with multiple locations around Minnesota, Miller Marine, and St. Cloud. Go to PowerLodge.com to find out more.